The Panthers end their four-game losing streak in Nashville in a full 60-minute effort. And more importantly, the dads are happy. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into this Tuesday, January 23rd edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Roman Velez from the Hockey News, and you can follow me on X at Monoman12. Follow the show account on X and Instagram at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And shout out to the everydayers who come back here and get your daily Florida Panthers fix. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. You can do that all at on the Game Time app. And Florida Panther fans, man, when we talk spoke about adversity that this Florida Panthers team faced once again with having a stretch of four points out of ten, which happened in the Western Canadian trip, and now with this stretch with their homestand and then having to come out with the first of four, three out of the next four on the road. And for the Panthers, a full 60 minute effort for the Panthers where space was hard to come by for the Nashville Predators. It took the, when the Nashville Predators score shortly after the Panthers took the lead, it took a while for the Panthers to get back into the lead a, a, a early goal in the third period by Carter Hagee and then two empty nets at, at the end and Anthony Stars with an outstanding performance 26 of 28 on on the night and a perfect uh penalty kill for the Panthers on the night but to let me bring in my guest on today's show uh who was at the arena tonight at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville Tennessee she is from the Five Reasons Sports Network Caitlin Daly Caitlin Welcome back to Locked On Panthers, my friend. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be back. Can't believe we've been doing this for so long. Yeah, and absolutely. And it's great to have another late night show. Uh, not the latest show that we've ever recorded back in 2021. I think we had a show recorded at uh, maybe two o'clock in the morning uh, preparing for a playoff game. But but I still... was, it was one o'clock my time. Yes, one o'clock your time. Uh, but but yeah. Uh, but about this game, I want to go straight into my takeaways as far as 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 this one uh, for for the Panthers. I mean, lots of time in the in the Predators uh, zone for for the Panthers consistently on 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 the forecheck, pinning them deep, quick breakouts for the Panthers as well. And also to mention that n- once again, no Sasha Barkov, who was left behind in South Florida to get more ice time skating and no Gus Forsling, which congratulations to him, uh, bringing a child into, into, into the world. And then Paul Marie speaking about how adjusting to being able to beat UC sorrows, the Panthers really, they were dominating the shots, but it was really not, but for them, it wasn't really getting the second chance opportunities until later on in, in, in the game and all. And I mean, as far as the ooh and ah kind of saves, it it was really Anthony Stolarz on the night. I mean, the even though the Panthers didn't give up as much as far as quantity, the quality for the for the National Predators as far as especially getting on the net front. 
I mean, two incredible glove saves, one on Luke Evangelista and then another one on the PK on Tommy Novak uh, for the Predators. They're going to see Anthony Solars' glove in their nightmares uh, tonight, don't you think? I totally agree. Yeah. And uh, another uh, takeaway for me uh, is timely face-off wins for the Panthers. And one on the on the power play goal by uh, Sam Reinhardt, and then the one to to knock uh, to ice the game for Brandon Montour on the empty netter uh, for 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 the Panthers. And Sam Bennett had three assists on the night as well. Many many guys have stepped up. Sam, Sam Mackey Semiskevich, and first game in a bit for him as well. And he was not hesitant on his next move as well, whether it was getting a a, a pass back up to the point for a shot. Or 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 driving to the net as well for him as well uh, for for Mackey as well. Th- that's another takeaway of mine. What yeah. were some takeaways uh, from you on on the night for the Panthers? Speaking of Mackey, I spoke to Mackey after morning skate today, and he talked to us very briefly, but just spoke about um, his confidence and how much he's enjoyed his time in Charlotte and how. He feels like his game has improved phenomenally since starting in Charlotte this year. Um, and he credited the staff down there and the coaching staff and the equipment managers and everyone. Um, and he just said that the key to tonight was to not think too much about it and just bring the same game that he's been showing up with day in and day out in Charlotte. Uh, and he was very confident in his skills. I think that was a big theme. Um, I don't know if you've seen the TikTok theme. It's definitely on my For You page. Um but the song where it says like, it's all about confidence, baby. That was playing in the background of my mind all day because that's what everyone was talking about at morning skate. And it's what everyone was talking about in the post-game interviews, whether it was coach or Mackie or the players. Um, but back to what you said about, uh, you know, winning some key face-offs tonight. I think Sam Bennett um, had a performance that was incredible. Like you said, three assists in this game. Um, and that, that face-off that he won to give the assist um, and then make the play for Sam Reinhart to have his 10th, to extend his, to have his 34th goal, extend his point streak for 10 games and score in his seventh consecutive road game is pretty amazing. But that all happened because Sam Bennett was able to step up into a space where Alexander Barkov is normally going to be centering that line and get those key wins um, against a very gritty Nashville group. You know, Nashville is um, in a position where they are really hungry for uh, wins and points at this point in the season, especially on home ice. Um, and everyone can tell this season they are not on the same level of the Panthers, but they have a pretty gritty game and, and they bring it. Um, they, you know, they made some trades and off-season moves and now they have a lot of young guys and today after morning skate uh coach maurice was you know talking about the speed that they bring um and brandon montour was talking about the skill that they bring and how there's a lot of guys on that team that you need to watch out for um and they're gonna go hard in the corners and against the boards and they're they're they've got roman yossi backing their blue line coach maurice could not say enough about him today and and how he carries that team. So not to underestimate them. And it was a pretty slow start to get on the boards, but I feel like once they started opening up the scoring with that Reinhardt goal, it, it wasn't pretty, but 
I, I, that was one of the indications that I think gave the, the Panthers the momentum they needed on top of the fact that they have their dads here. Uh, and yeah. Ryan Lomberg said after practice yesterday that um, they just wanted to keep the dads happy. And if you don't play well, you're going to go back to a group of dads who are just going to chirp you. So no one wants to do that. Um, I, I heard they had a nice dinner here in Nashville last night. And I think that it was nice to get a change of scenery from South Florida kind of change the mentality. And I think that all went into the factors tonight. Yeah. And, and, and shout out to the the dads as, as well. Uh, Dave Eckblad had a, had an interview with Katie Engelson during the, during, prior to the game. And also uh, shout out to one of the workers that I, I happen to actually know at a wrestler hat company, uh, who's actually a country music singer in the, in the area. His name's uh, at Kyle Wayne music. So shout oh, out really? to him. I need to go check him out. I live right by there. Yeah, so uh, definitely, definitely a shout out to Wrestler Hat Company uh, there for for getting the all the dads uh, their their nice little cowboy hats. Yeah, they uh, all had they were rocking them in the in the tunnel outside the locker room after the game. <laughs> yeah, so you definitely a unique experience, and hey, uh, for for thankful that they had a they were able to come out with with a win. On, on the night uh, for, for the Florida Panthers. But we're going to transition over to segment number two, where we're going to discuss more about the three stars of the game for the, that we think for the Panthers and the moment when we thought this game was won or lost. We're going to discuss that and more here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time and game time is the fast and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now, all users get $100 off when they when they buy a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. With killer last minute deals, all in prices used from your seat and their best price guarantee, game time takes guesswork out of buying tickets. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect. When you arrive, all in prices show you're upfront so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Game time has the best deals right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the best place to find last minute tickets. And the game time guarantee fits you but get the best prices and find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets, game time, Right now, all game time users get $100 off a big game with ticket code Vegas100. Terms apply. Just download the game time app and use code VEGAS100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Back on this Tuesday, 
January 23rd edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day here on a Tuesday. Here with Caitlin Daly of the Five Reasons Sports Network to discuss this Florida Panthers 4-1 to victory over the Nashville Predators from Bridgestone Arena. And Caitlin, I, I remember last year when the Panthers uh, faced the Predators. And one thing I noticed, especially when the Predators pulled a seven spot on the Panthers last year in Bridgestone, the amount of time you hear the Predator roar, the amount of time you hear it for every single time for every goal. So when it was getting to seven, it was starting to trigger me a little bit last year. But the fact that we only had to hear that once made it a little better on the night uh, for sure. That's no, and you know what they subbed in for that? What? Uh, a ref suck chant. <laughs> yes. For for the, the, the too many men on the ice that was was originally called, you saw Paul Marie's mouth, what are you doing? And then saying thank you for the correction of the call. They showed it on the ballet broadcast uh, for, for sure. But uh, let's go right to the three stars of the game for the Florida Panthers uh, here on, on the night. Uh, Anthony Stolar says to be number one for me, 27 of 28, stop all 10 uh, high danger uh, shots uh, that he faced. Uh, and I said uh, Luke Evangelista on one of the ones up front. I uh, I actually uh, it, I actually got the name wrong on it. It was Gustav Nyquist when uh, when Stolarz was down on on one of the shorthanded opportunities uh, for uh, the Panthers. Next one is Sam Bennett. We mentioned three assists, key faceoff wins for the Panthers, and stepping up on that power play one. And also third one for for me. Uh, I want to I. I'm cheating a little bit on this one. Uh, I put the second pair of defense for the Panthers. Brandon Montour and Nico Mikola were really great as far as closing gaps, winning their board battles, getting the puck up the ice, going in on the rush and all, and also preventing the second chance opportunities because Stolarz does have the knack for rebound opportunities uh, for the opposition as well. So uh, both of them had at least three blocks uh, on, on the night and Nicola, Nico Mikola with three hits. So that is an a great pair on the night and also Dmitry Kulikov as well. I, I thought he was great. An honorable mention uh, going, getting in on the, um, getting it, going in on his pinches and keeping the puck in the offensive zone for, for the Panthers as well. I thought he also had a, a great game. Uh, who are your three stars on the night uh, for the Florida Panthers? So I'm going to start off with the goaltender, Anthony Stolarz. He blocked 26 out of 27 shots from the Predators. Uh, and it got a little dicey there in the third with all the um, penalties going on. And he really, you know, there was a lot of times where the between him and the penalty kill, the defensive mode of the Panthers needed to be switched on. And they did. Um, but got to give it to him. Um, I think the goaltending split that Florida has, has always been one of their biggest weapons and continues to be as we get to this midpoint in the season. Uh, the second start of the game, I'm going to give it to um, Sam Bennett. I think the way that he stepped up, you know, to fill the shoes of Alexander Barkov, who is arguably one of the best players to ever do it, um, and and win those key face-off battles to allow for scoring opportunities that we saw from my third star of the game, Sam Reinhart. I, I know it's an easy one, but – yeah. You have to give it to him with the the streak that he's on and the energy that that brings into a locker room. He extended his point streak to 10 games tonight. Uh, definitely the dads contributed to the energy in the room as well um, and the motivation to succeed. But he's scored in seven of the last 
um, consecutive away games. He broke his own personal career high with 34 goals on the season, and we're not even halfway through. Um, I just can't wait to see what the Panthers all-star is going to do for the rest of the season. And and I don't know about you, but we've seen him the last couple of years on the Panthers. I was saying this to Ethan uh, last week. He's always been a great player for the Panthers. There were just so many other flashier talents happening at the time, but he has been like slow and steady, you know, the, the baseline, the wind beneath the wings of Florida's top two lines in the last couple seasons. And mm-hmm. to see him on top of that is just really great. Leading the team in points. He's second behind Austin Matthews in the league right now uh, with 57, 58 points now. Um, and I just think what he's doing is incredible. Um, and, and, you know, he, anytime you ask him, he doesn't want to talk about it. He deflects, you know, <laughs> team thing. He doesn't care about the records, but um, what he's been able to do this season is pretty amazing. And I, I just, you know, the Panthers have always been, we've been saying this for years. They're a fun team to watch. They're a great team to cover, but it's really exciting what he's doing for that room. And, and, having had this first half of the season that he's had, he's been able to put Florida in a total 180 position from where they were at last year. They were in a position that was similar to teams like the National Predators and the Minnesota Wilds, who they lost to last week, and the Arizona Coyotes, who they host on Wednesday, you know, just fighting for that wild card spot and battling back. And we saw the run they had. But, you know, having the – start to the season that they've had, they really have put themselves in a position where when they have a four game losing streak, it's not stressing them out. It's not causing them chaos or panic. It's more about trying to understand. They get curious about why they've lost for four games. They're trying to understand what can they do to improve their, their game and, and do that from a position of safety, so to speak, you know, with them, second in the Atlantic division, third in the Eastern conference and eighth in the national hockey league overall. Yeah. And uh, the most uh, regulation wins with 25, the most road wins with 15 as well. That's also a big indicator of success in this regular season. Also some milestones for Sam Reinhart career high. I think you mentioned it career high in goals with 34, 17 of them on the power play as well past Steven Weiss for fourth all-time in power play goals with 49 and he's only 23 goals off of 23 power play goals off of Alexander Barkov's uh, uh franchise record as well just it just goes to show the 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 amount of confidence of Sam Reinhart has had even not only in the Florida Panthers you know prior to being in a Florida Panthers uniform, but the, the last uh, three years, 16, 16, and now 17, just and just continuing to build off that. Quickly, uh, before we transition to segment number three, the part where I thought the Panthers won when I said the Panthers, they got this. Oh, I have we knew, we knew they were well in control of this one. But for me, it was right before the end of the second period when they were go- when they, when Nashville Predators were called for a penalty and the Panthers taking their sweet time and and the predators not the inability to even check the puck out of the panthers stick as well i mean the panthers were the ones really finishing the checks and creating rush chances as well but when the panthers were 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 
were going into that third period and still had the puck possession possession to at least get the full minutes to start the third period, that's when I thought for the Panthers that this game was won and lost. How about for you? So I, I'm always more optimistic than you guys. Um, but I really, I think the last, I remember it being like two and a half minutes left in the first. Um, and it was still a scoreless game, but the way that Florida started there was just, it was a vibe. There was something happening. I also, I mean, the shots on goal, <laughs> they ended the first period, uh, you know, out shooting Nashville 14 to four. So I knew it was only, although Saros is a brick wall, I knew it was only a matter of time because I knew the, the Panthers were going to be relentless on that. So I knew it was only a matter of time. I saw the amount of energy that they had today. Um, maybe, you know, the dads being here contributed to that, but I knew it was only a matter of time before they would get one in. It was just a question of how Nashville responded. So at that point in the second period, when the Panthers were up two to one, that's when I, once they got that second lead, I was like, I just knew I was like, Nashville's going to not respond to this the way that they need to. Um, but also there was a milestone that I wanted to touch on before we move on uh, tonight, Paul Maurice, coached his 1,812th game, which ties him in second place with Barry Trotz, who is the Predators' first coach and now their current active general manager uh, for most games ever coached in the National Hockey League, only second behind Scotty Bowman. But um, I I just think it was such a interesting coaching, you know, all the – The connections – all the connections, all the history. It was the first time that Nashville played um, Florida being coached by Andrew Brunette. Um, and then it was also, I don't know if they showed this on the broadcast for you guys, but Andrew uh, Andrew Brunette's teammates from that first Predators team uh, mm -hmm. came for the inaugural wall, the Gary Force Arena wall. So they were all there. So just a really cool vibe in there tonight, the energy, you could definitely feel it. Um, it was going to be a hard fought battle and a good game. And I think the third period gave us something interesting to look at, but um, you know, coach Maurice after the game, um, I, he just wanted to talk about how proud he was about his guys. Um, I asked him about the mentality going ahead um, with Arizona, given that Arizona is in a similar spot to Minnesota. They're, you know, desperate and hungry for those points at this point in the year, just like Nashville. And he said, you know, just like Nashville, we were in this and those teams mentioned, we were in this position last year. Um, and luckily we're not, but we just need to stay focused and stay confident. And like I said, it's all about confidence. Um, that mm -hmm. was, the, that was the theme song today. And definitely. So the Florida Panthers have definitely shown that. And whenever things go, slightly off the rails they the panthers tend to uh go back and and get back to their game and that's definitely what they did on a monday night and we're going to transition over to segment number three we're going to discuss more about the adjustments uh for the panthers and and just put a little bit of a bow on on this four to one win for the panthers over the nashville predators we're going to discuss that here on the locked on florida panthers podcast Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. 
And it's past the halfway point of the NHL season. And regardless of where the Florida Panthers are in the standings, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports, especially Daily Fantasy Hockey, because with Sleeper, you could win 100 times your cash in, da- in fantasy contests. All you have to do is pick studs like Sam Reinhart, Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, Nathan McKinnon, if they will score more or less their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, or more in a given game. So use promo code LOCKEDONHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. Third and final segment here on this Tuesday, January 23rd edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day here on a Tuesday. So, also, got to give credit to the Florida Panthers and their ability to play lockdown as, as well. Obviously, it was even before the two empty net goals that the Florida Panthers uh, had uh on the night, one from Brandon Montour, the other one from uh, Matthew Kachuk for his 13th of the, of, of the season. But the the fact that the Panthers, they gave up only one even strength shot on goal in, in prior to the last three minutes of the, of, of, of the game. I think that was a really impressive feat. And statistically, even though they the, they gave, even though two of the Panthers pe- penalty pe- power plays ended early and had some four on four time and a lot of open ice, Got to give credit to the Panthers as far as their ability to to not not allow Anthony Stolarz to really be too much in danger on, on on towards the end of the game. Even though there were some close calls uh, towards the end, but mostly the Panthers were like it, it was more like too little, too late for the Panthers as far as as that. So that's that's really what where I stand, where what I'm also looking at as far as the Panthers' ability to just close things out for uh for the panthers in 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 this one with what's coming up for the pan for the trade deadline we are almost a month away as well Mackie semiscavich great game first one since october 24th and when i think of bill zito's options as far as maybe adding a middle six winger there's there could also be that thing in the back of his head as well that if maybe Charlotte doesn't go far in the Calder Cup playoffs uh this season that there could be an option there for Mackie Semiskevich and we saw him sold the farm a few years ago the fact that he still has to be not necessarily conservative as far as his approach in the trade deadline but knows that he has something there um possibly later on down the line in in the in the postseason how are you how are you seeing possibly the Panthers approach uh coming up? I agree with you. And I Bill Zito was actually in the building today. I think he's a very smart man. Obviously, we've seen what he's done the last couple of years. Um, but I totally agree with you with keeping Mackie as an option. Um, I think it would be just seeing how he played tonight and just how well he fit in with the team. Um, I think it would not be a a bad or a hurtful choice um, to keep him as that option in the back of his mind, um, you know, come playoff time, that, that would be a good, and he's comfortable in the room. He's been here before with the team. You, you already know there's chemistry there. 
Um, so I think that that would be a good choice. Yeah, no doubt. Also, another thing that stood out to me is the statistic of blocks uh, for, for both teams. You see, if you look on the stat sheet, you see 18 for the Panthers and 18 for the Predators as well. But if you're looking at the shot on goal advantage as well and the and the and the amount of more shot attempts that the Panthers had over the Nashville Predators and that 18 for for the Panthers as far as that looks so much more impressive when when you actually look at it as far as you are not allow you did not allow as much quality um as, as far as the Panthers end on the ice versus the versus the other end. So that's another thing that I saw as far as as far as what stood out for for the Panthers as far as protecting Anthony Stolarz. And once again, going back to the whole what Paul Maurice said about the getting those second chance uh, opportunities on UC Soros at the other end. Anything else on the night uh, that stuck out to you uh, before we put a wrap on tonight's show? Just the last, not just tonight specifically, but, um, and we touched on this a little bit, but the last couple games, you know, it's really great to see even in the absence of, you know, Sasha Barkov and, um, you know, multiple players out with injuries and suspensions. I just think it's, it's, it's a testament to the culture of the Florida Panthers locker room, the way that these guys play for each other and step up to the plate when it's their time. Um, you know, we talked about Sam Bennett winning those key faceoffs tonight, um, centering that top line. And last game, Anton Lundell had a 90% faceoff win. Like he won nine of his 10 faceoffs. And those were, those were key. And, and last game was great, even though they didn't get the result they wanted. Like we saw the comeback hats, like we haven't seen them since like the spring of 2022. Um, we, we were very familiar with them that year. So it no was doubt. kind of a nice blast from the past, you know, to see that they're, they've still got it in them, but they've matured to a point where they don't have to play like that anymore because they come out and they do what they intend to do. Um, but again, you know, with the injuries and, and kind of getting into a little funk and how to get their groove back, you see their mental game, um, and their culture really pulling for them and, and bring them over to this side of the success line. So I think that's something to note um, and, and continue to watch as we approach the second half of the season. They play Arizona at home on Wednesday, which will they're aware, it seems, will be a similar type of game to the last uh, two that they've played. And then they're going to be on the road in Pittsburgh and uh, with the Islanders under their new head coach. So that that'll be an exciting matchup. And then they have all star. So they'll get some, some of them will get some rest. Uh, Reinhardt and Bobrovsky uh, will be up in Toronto, but I think um, things are looking great going into this second half of the season. And it's, They've been a solid team for the last two years. I think they've, I, I would argue longer than that, just, you know, with us covering them this closely. Um, there were always, you know, glimmers of, you know, destined for the stars and, and a Stanley Cup contender team. Mm -hmm. But I really like, um, you know, the attitude, the way that, that everyone 
acted in the locker room this morning after morning skate, you, there was no sense of panic there. Um, There was no sense of stress. It was, and again, that could have been the dad's trip, but it, it really was just a very mature approach to, okay, how do we get our groove back and how do we start playing to our strengths again? Um, And it's great when you see a team like this, who's really been through adversity the last couple of years and they don't get flustered anymore. Um, and they, they're really playing like they know who they are and it doesn't matter which line you pull from. Um, each guy is going out there and giving it their all. So I am excited to see um, how they look when everyone is back and healthy. No doubt. Uh, and one, one more uh, stat, as for, a few more stats is Car- um, Carver Hagee played his 300th game and uh, adding more onto Sam Ben is seven hits on the night uh, for, for him. So definitely brought the physicality there as well no, uh, from, from him. But uh, Caitlin, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this post-game edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast where the Florida Panthers ended their four-game losing streak with a 4-1 road victory over the Nashville Predators. Tell everybody where they can find you and your work online uh you can find me at um my i always say twitter my um account is at cdaily95 i am on tiktok at caitlin daily reports and i am on instagram at caitlin daily awesome thank you so much and i will see you next time my friend thank you for having me always a pleasure and if you like what you're hearing Please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steve Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. So I'm Armando Velez with Caitlin Daly. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.